0: Welcome to our second installment of Ask a Silicon Valley Lawyer. I'm Louis Lo, I'm a corporate lawyer and I help companies get formed, financed, and scaled for growth. And I'm here today uh, from the Embarcadero in San Francisco to talk to you about how to build the perfect pitch deck. As outside counsel to well over 100 emerging private companies in the last few years, in in sectors from tech to life science to med device to clean energy, I get asked all the time how to build the perfect pitch deck. While I'm not a venture capitalist, I work for many and I have a lot of thoughts about what works and what doesn't. And following are my thoughts on the topic. When you're taking a business from ideation to formation, from formation to minimum viable product, from minimal viable product to revenue, chances are you're going to need to raise third party financing in order to get where you need to go. Venture capital firms receive hundreds of pitch decks a day. You're gonna have one shot to make a first impression. Today, we're gonna give you some tips about how to make a first impression that counts. The first question I ask clients when they ask me about venture capital is whether they're ready. Before you even think about venture capital, you need to first have exhausted your own sources of personal financing, friends and family, business angels. You've gotta have a minimum viable product. You might even need to have revenue, best if it's recurring revenue. And then we'll talk about whether you're ready for venture capital. Whether you're speaking with business angels, seed stage investors, or venture capital firms, you're gonna need pitch materials. Most entrepreneurs I work with end up needing three documents in order to successfully raise capital. First, an executive summary. a, A very brief overview of key facts on one page. Sometimes we call it a teaser. It should say the problem, the solution, the market size, the ask, the use of proceeds your contact details, something about the team. That's it, one page. The second document you're gonna need is a PowerPoint pitch deck. That's mostly what we're gonna talk about today and it's a concise presentation of your company. And finally, if, you, if that meeting goes well and you're invited back for a second meeting with a venture capital firm, uh, you're gonna need a detailed business plan. That will be the subject of a subsequent segment of this program today though I want to talk about how to make the perfect pitch deck the perfect pitch deck is visually appealing its concise it conveys messages its 20 to 30 pages and less is more first is a cover page it should be visually appealing some sort of a visual picture of what is your company it should have your company's name on it it should say that it's clearly marked confidential and it should have a date so that we know uh, and can contextualize it for later. After the cover page, you should have an overview slide. This should start with a simple declarative sentence of what your company is, what its mission is, what it is created to do, uh, um, who the customers are, what the problem is, what the solution is. Four to five bullets tops. Slide three, the problem. This is the slide that sets out the unique problem in the market that your technology is trying to address. Maybe it's the market that your technology is going to disrupt. Slide four, right after the problem, tell everyone what's the solution. What is it about your product that solves that problem in the market that you've just described? Slide five, customers and users. Who are the customers, who are the users that experience this problem, that are gonna take this solution? Why are they gonna use it? Where are you gonna find them? How are you gonna acquire them? Customers and users, that's slide five. You next wanna describe the total available market. Show your investors how big it is. There's gonna be two things on this slide. The total available market, and the serviceable available market. You want the TAM to be as large as possible in a circle and you want the SAM to be as uh, to fill as much of the TAM as you can. The TAM and the SAM should not only be quantified in numbers of customers and users, but in dollars. Um, sometimes you'll need to quanti- or, or restrict it by geography. Sometimes it's gonna be really hard to do because there is no other product in the market, so you don't know how large the, the market is. Do the best that you can to quantify it, both in terms of users, customers, and dollars. Slide seven, competition. No description of a market is compelling without a description of what other competitors are there. Why is your product, why is your solution gonna be more compelling than your competitors? What are the unique barriers to entry that your product has that are gonna prevent other competitors from coming into the market? Slide eight. Demonstrate some achievements, no matter what stage of of financing that you're going out for. If if this is for seed financing, maybe you wanna show them that you've built a minimum viable product. If this is a series A uh, financing and you've already built an MVP and you have some revenue, maybe you're gonna put up some logos of customers, but show the achievements you've been able to demonstrate. Show the team members you've been able to hire. Show your achievements. That's slide eight. Slide nine, the business model. This is the slide where you demonstrate to investors that you know how to make money on your product, that your solution is profitable. This is where you might be describing the price per seat license if it's an enterprise SaaS product, um, how you engage with customers and monetize them if it's an e-commerce product. Um, Who's gonna be paying for it if it's a medical device or a life science product? Who's the third party uh, payer? Is it going, and what's your pathway to get there? this is the place to show that you understand that you know how to make money and you know how to make it profitably. Slide 10, financial overview. Now that you've demonstrated the product, the solution, the market size, the competition, the business model, here is the place where you bring it all together and you show your investor that you understand revenues, EBITDA, profits. You show where this round of financing is going to get you to, how far out it's going to get you, um, what metrics does it achieve. Uh, The financial overview is really a slide that shows an investor the opportunity that's before them financially. A pro tip for the financial overview slide make sure that you can demonstrate to your investors that the amount of money that they're putting into the company right then is gonna bring them at least 18 months of runway before your cash out. The longer the runway, the more comfortable investors are to write a check. Show them that you understand that. Slide 11, the team. The importance of this slide cannot be overestimated. You might even lead with this slide this is the slide where you demonstrate to investors that you have assembled a world-class team that is capable of bringing that product to make it a solution to bringing that solution and putting it into a business model making money this is where you list accomplishments other companies that you've raised venture capital money for other companies you've exited from Uh, um, If you're a Stanford PhD, this is the place to put it. Uh, and, And it also is a place to show that you've got the key core expertise to execute on the opportunity that you've successfully already sold through the preceding slides. Pro tip. Something you can do to distinguish yourself on the team overview slide is show how the members of your team have worked together for a long time at other companies. Slide 12. This one could be one slide, two slides, or three slides, and it could be called funding, the ask, or use of proceeds. But what we want to communicate now are three critical things. One is tell investors very clearly how much money you're trying to raise. Is it a million in convertible notes? Is it five million in Series A? Is it 25 million in Series B? Be very clear. Number two, you want to communicate to the investor what you're doing with their capital. Are you committing capital to R&D? Is it to build a manufacturing facility? Is it for sales and marketing? Is it expansion capital? Is it to acquire another business? This is a place to clearly demonstrate the use of proceeds. Next and finally you want to communicate how long this capital is supposed to last what are the demonstrable benchmarks that are going to be achieved at the end of this financing cycle maybe it's the last money that you'll ever need to raise and it takes you to profitability if so say so if it's sales and marketing capital uh, and it's supposed to take you to one year or two years out say so this is the place to say how long that this capital will take you and what are the demonstrable benchmarks so that your investors can quantify success. Finally, you wanna wrap up slide 13 with contact details. Make it very easy for them to remember your name, the name of your company, uh, the phone number that you use to receive calls from investors, hopefully it's your cell, and finally, an email address that you can answer in seconds from an investor. As we wrap up our second segment of Ask a Silicon Valley Lawyer, I wanna leave you a final pro tip, the follow-up. After you have that investor meeting and you've communicated all of these slides, make sure that you've got a working website. Make sure that you've left a, a, a business card. Make sure that you have a LinkedIn profile that reflects well on you and is consistent with what you're trying to do. And finally, send an email, say thank you for your time. Keep, make sure if you have a 30-minute meeting, you stick to your, your 30 minutes of time and you don't go over. That's a typical mistake I see startups making is they schedule a half-an-hour meeting and they go on for an hour and a half and the venture capital investor doesn't know how to get them out of their office. Nothing more frustrating. Stick to your allotted time and follow up. Thank people for their time, follow up. During that meeting that you have, I hope that you're going to find three ways to follow up. You'll have found some areas of overlapping personal or professional interest that allow you to follow up. Maybe you'll ask them for, for an introduction to somebody else. Maybe you'll provide an introduction to another company. But find ways to follow up, stay in touch, be relevant, don't be annoying, don't ask for an answer whether they want to invest, um, uh, but, but make sure you thank them their, for their time and you follow up. Thanks for joining us on How to Build a Perfect Pitch Deck. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me, Louis Leo, through my website at l2council.com, or feel free to leave a comment below and subscribe to this channel. Thank you very much.